Welcome back to Twist Talk, everybody. I'm your host, Daniel Havens. With me is Mike again. Mike, say what's up. God damn, there's nothing like cracking a cocktail at 1 o'clock on a Monday. Dude, I missed you. How, how have you been? I haven't I seen you, you I swear to God, since Ooh. the last time we recorded. No, that's a lie. We went to sushi together. Yeah, we did. Like, what, two days ago? Something like that. It feels like it, it was It just feels a like longer. a long time. Yeah, no. Yeah. Dude, you can put some sushi back, brother. Dude, I regretted that for the next, like, six hours after that. I didn't eat for the rest of the day. Oh, I didn't either. I literally came home, took a nap, and then woke up, and I still felt full. So. And I do that every goddamn time I eat sushi. I'm like, oh, I should just have, like, three rolls. And then I'm, like, eight, and I'm crying, and I'm like, man, why did I do this? Dude, I have the same thought, and I literally only had four rolls, and I felt like I was fucking <laughs> dying, dude. You're still just sitting there just putting them back. I'm like, Mike, dude, eat the rest of my sushi, please. Oh, God, dude, it was rough. It was rough, but it was so good. Uh, So, I mean, yeah, I did see you two days ago, but what'd you do yesterday? Dude, I went uh, snowboarding yesterday, and it was the best snow we've seen all year for sure, but probably the best snow I've seen in the last, like, two years. Oh, seriously? It was amazing, dude. It was so nice. It snowed the whole day we were up there. Uh-huh. They had gotten inches on inches. Like, the entire time, we'd go down a run and then get back on the lift, and that's, our tracks were already covered. Like, it was amazing. Dude, I'm so jealous. We were supposed to go yesterday, but just because of, like, the way Christmas rolled out, dude, we were fucking poor right now <laughs> it hurts dude yeah this hurts we had plans for like two weeks dude and it was like because it was gonna be angel's first time going snowboarding and, and sydney's too and no shit yeah they've never been and it's been, it would have been my first time in like two and a half years something oh like God. that so we got to get you guys up i know it was it was i was already planning on not feeling good today but then you know. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean dude I, every time I go snowboarding, I swear to God, I feel like I'm dying the next day. Cause oh, I, yeah. I always forget like how much of your body you use and oh, yeah. I'm just so out of shape right now, dude. It's insane. I felt bad cause I was supposed to go to a friend's house for dinner yesterday and I slept through it. So how long, or how long were you up there before you guys came home? I guess. Cause we got up there like just before nine and got back, I don't know, probably around four. Well, it was a good not, day. That's not bad. It was a good day. Yeah. I like, I, but I'm really out of shape. And yeah. really overweight, so it's just it takes it out of me. Oh, I, I believe it, dude. I, I could literally <laughs> walk to the fridge and be out of breath, dude. So, oh, God. <laughs> and then you're gonna walk back, it hurts. right? So, I didn't get to see you on New Year's. We already talked about that kind of before we started recording, dude. And I know you guys had a good time, but what was your New Year's like, dude? Because I'll tell you right now, I was I watched the last two episodes of The Office before they took it off. Oh, mm-hmm. beautiful. I literally finish the last episode of the office at 11:57. Dude, so. I'm torn cuz like I hear Peacock is like 5 bucks a month. So I'm like, do I do that or do I just get the box set? See, and so I, I feel never like, have to worry about it. Yeah, and I feel like the box set is going to be the direction I go in because I just would like to have it forever. I just hate switching discs, dude. That's my thing. I'm like, yo, I, I, I do. I'm the same way. Like, this way I'll have it forever. I don't have to worry about, like, if, if Peacock gets shut down, I'll still have The Office. And I'm like, there's, like, 48 discs yeah. in that set. And I'm like, do I really see myself changing discs 48 times? Or am I just going to be a lazy piece of shit and not get out of my bed? That's why you got to watch with somebody else and be like, yo, hey, change, change, change <laughs> the disc over for me. No, what my dumbass would do is I would get the box set, mm-hmm. get through the first debt, get through the first disc, and then be like, all right, yeah, I'm going to download Peacock on my phone so I don't have to get up. <laughs> well, and see, I don't know if it's just Peacock, but, like, their advertising on it right now, dude, is kind of crazy because it's, like, saying, like, there's never be- never seen episodes. I and, like, know. I kind of want to know what that's about. I do, too, dude. I know you love The Office just as much as I do, dude. And I've... Yo, what are your top two characters on The Office? Oh, dude, that's easy. It's Creed and Jim. Oh, Creed and Kevin. High five. Yeah, dude. 
Kevin, dude, Kevin is gold, like, every time he's on screen. But, like, Creed is just, like, you... Creed has, like, eight or ten, like, little segments where he gets to talk, and every single one of them is gold. Yeah, dude. I, like, the episode, the Halloween episode where he shows up with blood on his shirt, and he's <laughs> just like, wow, that was really good time. <laughs> oh, God, dude, I love But, him. dude, I love... The reason I love Jim and my buddy Alex, who listens to the show, he actually fucking hates Jim. And he, because he's always pranking Dwight and Dwight's just in there trying to get his money, dude. So like, I can see where he's coming from for that. But yeah, like but you the watch... entire reason he sits there and pranks Dwight is because Dwight is like overbearing. Yeah. Dwight takes everything too seriously. Mm-hmm. He's, he just wants like life to lighten up a little bit. Yeah. He understands that his job is just selling paper. Like, yeah, it's important, but like, dude, you're not saving people's lives. Like yeah. calm down. And that's why I like Jim, dude. Like Jim, every time he's on screen, he's just like trying to have a good time like he's trying to make the best of his boring job and he does dude exactly like dude finds love and he does his job well like that's i think that's the key component of jim like yeah does he dick around the entire the entire thing Mm -hmm. absolutely but does he get his shit done is he one of the top salespeople there yes exactly that's the key factor like yes he dicks around a lot but he still does his job yeah dude so one of my favorite things actually uh Dude, on I've my never last even had a mai tai. This is delicious. Is it, dude? I'm so jealous. Uh, one of my favorite things, though, before the office got taken down, like we all, everybody knew, we've known for the last year. So I started my last watch through, and I saved those last two episodes for New Year's Eve, more or less. Smart. Uh, but when Joe, honest, did you cry? Yeah, dude, yeah, I cry. Yeah. I cry every single time every I get time. to the end of every the office, time. dude. And it's like even more so knowing that it's just leaving Netflix. Oh yeah, it was sad. I think I sent you Snapchats, dude. Of some moments that got me really good. It was rough. It was like, rough. I actually, so I watched the last two episodes and then before the last two episodes, I watched Goodbye Michael because <laughs> oh, no. like, if you're going to go out, dude, you gotta, you gotta oh, deal no. with Michael Scott. But no, the, when Jim meets his quota and they're like for his sales cap and then he spends the whole day, uh, going over Joe's book and makes Gabe listen to it at the end of the day. <laughs> it's just gold, dude. Like, like, he did his job well enough to where they're like, oh, well, you know, you met Cap. And he's like, all right, well, now I'm going to have fun again. Yeah. No, absolutely. So, like I said, missed you on New Year's Eve. How was your night? What'd you end up doing? Drinking way too much gin. That's that's what I did. Drank way too much gin. Did you, did you make it to midnight or were you out before? No, I made it to midnight. I remember midnight. But then I remember coming to and talking to somebody about baseball. And I remember getting heated because I'm a Marlins fan and we're trash mm-hmm. and Derek Jeter took over and, and I understand why he traded away the entire team, but like, I was so mad when he did it because mm-hmm. we lost like two back-to-back league MVPs. Yeah. And that team had Jose Fernandez not died. RIP would have won the world series and you can't tell me any different and no, I, you can't tell me I'm wrong because we'll never know. No, I, I mean, I think they had a really good team. I'm not big into baseball. I don't know if we've ever talked no, about that. No, that's the problem about me talking baseball too much is I don't hardly know shit about baseball. <laughs> yeah, I just, it's it's one of those things, dude. It's like I haven't gotten into watching golf yet on mm-hmm. TV because golf's just way more fun in, in person. It's baseball, I feel like baseball's the same way, dude. If I pick up a bat, I'm having the time of my life. Oh, yeah. If I'm sitting on the couch watching it, I'm just... There's no way it's happening. Bingo. I'm watching like the first inning and then I'm like, and I'm done. Yep. Yep. Baseball and soccer. It's like, if I play them, I'm having a good time. If I watch them, I'm like, is this over yet? <laughs> yeah. But going into sports, dude, the playoffs are here. Let's and go. We both made it, dude. We both made it, dude. We both made it. We don't know how. I don't know how my I, team made it. 
honestly, like I was looking into it, and the only way it said we had a chance of making it was if the Texans beat the Titans, which they didn't, barely. I that game was insane. Or if the Dolphins lost, and they did, so that's why we made it. And I'm so fucking happy because I thought we had a great season. Yeah, we had some minor hiccups, dude, and we lost, you know, our running back week one. Uh, yeah. But I'm just glad we made it, dude. Like. We might not win the Super Bowl, dude, but we're in it. Right, we're exactly. We're going to the playoffs, dude. And, and that's, the Bears came out of fucking nowhere, dude, dude this season. I, I'll be honest with you. Like, I gave up on the season when I knew... when once the Because the Bears were like 5-0. and mm-hmm. And I was like, let's go. Yeah. And I was pumped. And then we started just losing every game after that. And I'm like, I'm over this. My fantasy team didn't make the, the playoffs, so I was like, I'm over this. Mm-hmm. I just kind of stopped watching and went snowboarding every Sunday. Yeah. And now we're in it. And I thought the only way we were going to make it is if we beat the Packers. And so I was following the game, like, from the mountain. I'm like, oh, we're not going to beat the Packers. And we lost. We got our ass kicked by the Packers. Mm-hmm. And then we still made it. And I was like, I don't understand this playoff structure well enough right now, the new playoff structure, so I'm just going with it. Yeah, because <laughs> how I don't even remember how the old one was, how, how they went about that. I just, I just remember that the wild card was always the most confusing thing mm-hmm. of, and I, they changed it up again, didn't they? So yeah. Cause they added a bunch of teams. So it's just, it's really confusing. But again, you know, I'm psyched that we're fucking going like after the season, after the year last year, you know, who we didn't even think we were going to get football after like week three. It just seemed well, like, like teams were getting as a bears fan. I'm super stoked. We made it. I don't see us going very far. Um, but good news and bad news is we got the saints week one. For the playoffs. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, the, sh- the Saints always shit the bed in the playoffs. To an NFC North team. Mm-hmm. So, we got that going for us. Um, but honestly, like, I kind of want to see... Like, I know the Bears aren't going to win the Super Bowl. So, that kind of makes me want to see the Saints win it, just so Drew Brees can get one and retire happy. Yeah, and see... That that's poor where, man deserves one. That's, yeah. I Another mean, one. He, he beat the Colts, you know, to get his, his first one, right? That was his first Super Bowl win. Mm-hmm. Um... Hated that, dude. I remember watching that game with a house full of Saints fans. Yeah, well, you know what? The only time the Bears have been in the Super Bowl in my lifetime was against the Colts, and we lost to them, so (laughs) fuck yourself, buddy. (laughs) You took that from me. Dude, no, you gave it to me. Thank you. (laughs) Dude, the the joy in my heart when we won that Super Bowl, dude, was insane. Was watching it by myself, dude, because nobody in my family likes the Colts, and they were all over it, and it was just amazing. What I got to say is... So I'm one of those dickheads who has two teams because mm-hmm. like the Bears are my number one, mm-hmm. always have been, always will be. But I was living in Florida when the Jacksonville Jaguars became a franchise, so they have like a soft spot in my heart. They're like my number two. Plus, it's AFC versus NFC, and if you think you can't have two teams, then fuck yourself. But the Jaguars sucked the perfect amount. Yeah, they did. They, re- they like really as much did. as I love Gardner Minshew, <laughs> I love Gardner Minshew. That guy's a god. But he can't hold on to the fucking football to save his life. Mm-mm. That dude fumbles at least once every game he plays. But we're getting Lawrence. Oh yeah, I. And if we don't get Lawrence, they gotta go. They gotta go with with Fields. Yeah, yeah. And dude, see, that goes right back into college football. Like, and we had a thousand yard running back mm-hmm. this year. We've got some good receivers and Chark yeah. and Cole. Like, next season might be a little different. Yeah, I mean, if we're getting a new about- coach and a GM. Like, who knows? Who yeah, knows? Well, sky's the limit, dude. Well, the thing with Jacksonville too is once they got a new running back, they had a completely different season. They right. went to the playoffs that year, right? And Fournette tore it up, and then he kind of fell off the map. I feel like, like, yeah. yeah, now he's playing for you know the Bucks, but well, the problem was after that we had nobody who could throw the ball. 
Yeah. So that that was no longer a threat, and all they did was run, and it was like, okay, they're running it up the middle with Fournette. So we're just gonna put everybody there, and there'd be eleven, there'd be ten dudes in the box. Mm-hmm. You can't run against. That. I don't care who you are. No, and so that whole thing about having like two teams, like I don't like it's mainly the Colts, but this season for the at least the first half, I was really rooting for the Bengals, dude, because of how much I like Joe Burrow. And then fucking poor kid, dude, fucking tearing his knee up. And that's the problem, dude. Is they should have focused on getting a line before they brought him out to the field. I think well, every team should, but you've got to have a quarterback. So yeah, it's really fucked up the way the NFL works because no one understands that the your offensive line is the most important thing. Yeah, absolutely. You can't run the ball or throw the ball without a good offensive line. And he didn't have time to do anything. I swear. But these owners want jersey sales, and lineman jerseys don't sell. Yeah, that's true. So. I mean, I would pick one up, dude, just because. Like, we got a dude. It's I think his last name's Nelson. Nelson. Quentin Nelson from Notre Dame. That kid is a monster. fucking animal, dude. And he admittedly said he wanted to go play in Chicago. So, fuck you again. Yeah. You just take everything <laughs> from me for my happiness. Hey, Goddamn dude. Colts. Because if you're not taking something from the Bears, you're beating the Jaguars. You <laughs> son of a bitch. Dude, but I mean, like you said, like you guys got the Saints week one, dude. We have the Bills. So, I'm pretty sure we're both done. Yeah, we're both done. Which is crazy, because the Bills, I feel like, came out of absolutely nowhere, too. Like, cool, I love watching underdog teams win, but, you know, just for once, I'd want it to be my team. But the scary thing is, is Drew Brees is still playing hurt, and the Bears do still have that defense, so there's a chance. Well, week one... There's a chance. Week one of playoffs is next week, right? I think so. So you guys might be playing the Saints without Kamara, because he tested positive for COVID, and he didn't play this week. Oh, that's right. So you guys might actually have a chance. Bro, I will... I don't care. Like, I will take Mickey Mouse wins whenever we can get them. I will take wins where it's like, oh, well, we, we had our eight of our starters out. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, dude, it's, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm shameless when it comes to that. Dude, it's honestly, it's, you know, a win's a win. It doesn't matter. You exactly. Know, your backup should be just as good as your starters. Like, exactly. And if you're, that's what you're going to go off of, then, you know, like I said, like, it sucked for us. But what? shout out the Idaho kid, Taysom Hill. Animal. He is, dude. Animal, dude. I, dude, and that's just it, and that's it's the sad thing too, because I mean we've got like two more months of football, and then we're back to life without it, and I'm not really looking forward to that again. <sighs> if the weather changes though, we can go back to golf, which is uh, my favorite time of year now, especially <laughs> after last year, dude. We did way too much golfing, oh, or not enough, I mean. We did a lot, dude. Yeah. We did a lot. Those are the best days though, dude. We were literally just out in the sun enjoying life. Like, nothing was really going on. So, for the Colts, what do you think their next move should be? Do you think they keep Rivers? No. Or do you think they get Wentz? Because uh, Wentz said today he wants a trade. See. And you know he has a, a boner for Frank mm-hmm, Reich. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't have anything against Rivers, dude. Don't get me wrong. I I just don't think he showed up like everybody thought he was going to this season. Okay, I think so he, next question. Okay. Is Phillip Rivers a Hall of Fame quarterback? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Cool. He, we dude, agree. Throughout on that. his whole throughout his whole season, he he did amazing things. It sucks. He's just that, old as dirt now. That's, yeah. That's the thing, dude. All he focused on. And if was he doesn't have another kid soon, he's gonna lose all of his powers. Yeah. It's insane. It's just it's crazy, dude. Like, cause like I said, I was super hyped to get him the beginning of the season, and then at the same time, I was like, I would rather have like a, a younger quarterback, somebody that we can rely on, like throughout the next ten years or for something sure. like that. But he was a mercenary. Yeah. He was. I think. I think Bursette would have done just as well as he did this season. For sure, like, yeah. No, he didn't do anything impressive, which 
Brissett can do. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I really like about Brissett, dude. He's like, people don't expect, I think, a lot from him because he's only been like, he only started for us, right? He didn't start when he played for the Patriots, mm. ever. So it's like, that guy's never really had, he had one season to show what he was made of, and it was the season that Andrew Luck Yeah, he didn't do retired. bad. He didn't do bad. No. He was no. decent. Yeah, and I was, that's But do you think they'd be better off with Wentz? Yeah, I think they would be. And it's just because I feel like, besides Philip Rivers getting up there in age, I feel like he also takes a lot of his frustration out when he's not playing well. Like, And it's you can see it with like the way he passes. Like, For sure. He, he's still got an arm on him. But I just think having somebody younger who can grow with the team is where... It, where he'd be more, you know, likely to succeed. Well, and like I think, I think Wentz is playing scared right now because mm-hmm. I think he took some gnarly hits. He's been injured, and they don't have an offensive line. No, and but like Jalen Hurts is just playing to play, dude. He's balling so that he can keep a job. Yeah, and, and we, he wants a starting job, so he's proven it. Mm-hmm. Wentz is just scared right now because he's been hurt. But I think I still think he's talented. I think he's good. I still think he's better than Nick Foles fucking garbage yeah and that's the thing too dude is we do have the, i feel like we have the offensive line now like yeah we still have a little you know some holes but our offensive line isn't bad at all no, like you have a good line yeah and that's that's my biggest thing dude especially in the nfl like your your quarterback is you know your most important player on the field and right behind your quarterback is your your offensive line like do if you, your offensive line can't protect your quarterback you're not going to be able to do anything do you remember that stupid ass play the Colts tried to run with one lineman no the quarterback and everyone else was to the side. This was a few years ago. I think they could legitimately run that play with just Quentin Nelson. Do just you, let him just he could be solo on the offensive line and just still block. Oh yeah, <laughs> give him some <laughs> give him some snaps, dude. Let him see, like, because that's dude. That's my favorite thing too. I feel like the NFL has kind of like changed in the last couple of years with mm-hmm. like trick plays. Like think about the it was the year the Eagles and the Patriots were in the Super Bowl, dude, mm-hmm. and they were both trying to run trick plays, right. like. The Eagles just did it a little bit better. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but, yeah, so stay tuned. Mike and I might be a little bit more upset next week when we record because I can go in 100% knowing my team's going to lose and still be upset about it the next week. Yeah, and I, I'm just – I've been living on a prayer all season, I feel like, because all I – I love when we make it to the playoffs, but I fucking hate when we lose in the first round because there's nothing worse. Actually, maybe losing the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, at least you made it. <laughs> I don't know. I was pretty stoked that year because the Bears just made it. What was really upsetting was when the Jags went to the AFC Championship a few years ago and the refs stole it from them and gave it to the Patriots. Cool, cool, cool. I'm really glad we both agree on that, too, because... <sighs> Miles Jack was not down. And I was watching it in a Buffalo Wild Wings down in Scottsdale, Arizona, screaming. Dude, my grandpa <laughs> and I were watching it, and we both fucking despised the Patriots. So it was we were both just getting fucking heated over it. I think after that game, him and I just sat in the garage and drank beer because. Dude, we were... and what's so funny is like that year in my fantasy league, I drafted the Jags defense, mm-hmm. like pretty high in the draft, and everyone in my league was like, "Are you fucking stupid?" Mm-hmm. They're like, "It's the Jaguars." I'm like, "Just watch, just watch, just watch," and sure as shit, go to the AFC Championship. Like they had a great season. They did. The Jags... And then the next year, they went to garbage. I honestly feel like that year, the Jags came out of nowhere. All And, you know, like I said, Fournette did that for them. Well, that was the shitty thing about what the Jags did and what they became. Because they built that team exactly the way any team rebuilding should. Mm-hmm. They set the blueprint for that. Mm-hmm. 
And then fucked it up afterwards. Yeah, no, it's like, hey, we got all the pieces now, and let's you know, let's just roll with it. And then every player hated Tom Coughlin. Yeah. After that, and Tom Coughlin's not the one who built the team. He was just the team president. Mm-hmm. He was just telling everyone what they needed to do, and he wanted it to be his old school style of football. And these new players were like, yo, we don't vibe with that, mm-hmm. and they all hated it and wanted out, and then they left, and then the whole thing fell apart. So, what, what do you think your team needs, dude? For next season. I mean, obviously it's not over Where yet. Where do I start? <laughs> yeah, I mean. Uh, an offensive line. Mm-hmm. We were down to like fifth stringers on our O-line this year, I think. Um, a quarterback who's competent. Um, we've got a good, we've got a great running back. We've got a great receiving core. We've got some good tight ends. Great defense. Really what they need, dude, is they need an offensive line and a QB. That's it. And a coach who can pull his head out of his ass, that'd help. Yo, hey, can we get drunk again and watch the draft like last year? Because watching it with uh, Pat McAfee oh, doing God, all the- <laughs> That was so much fun. <laughs> that guy's fucking crazy, man. I love Pat McAfee, dude. He's probably one of my favorite people on the planet, actually. I loved him when he was in Indy. I loved him now. He's retired. He gave the best retirement speech through a whole fake press conference is incredible dude <laughs> dude he's gonna go down as a legend if he if people don't like pat mcafee there's something wrong with him because he was they're just not paying attention you know, he was built different dude honestly oh absolutely like, i've never seen somebody do an onside kick and recover it themselves do you listen to his his podcast and stuff yeah dude <laughs> so good so good that crew that he has is just ridiculous yeah and he just en- dude he enjoys what he's doing right now and that's all dude that's the dream uh zito is like my other half i think you think I so? think Zito and I are the same person. <laughs> <laughs> We're just overweight, delusional Bears fans who just like to have a good time. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. So... Go, dude, we're going to go off of sports for a second, because yeah. I feel like this whole episode, we could probably... We, just, we could. Just, yeah. yeah, we got to move on. Um, Dude, have you seen the video of that guy getting fucking absolutely rocked with a twisted tea can? <laughs> <laughs> dude, you know what's so funny about that? Is I, up on the mountain yesterday... When we stopped for lunch, yeah. bought a Twisted Tea, everybody on the mountain was like, whoa, bro, no need to bring weapons into this. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, I'm just looking for somebody to rock, but unfortunately everybody was wearing helmets, so it makes it a little difficult. <laughs> Dude, so we we had some people over and they were drinking the other night, and everybody wanted to drink Twisted Tea, which, you know, like I'm cool with, like I don't have a problem with that at all. But they are so fucking hard to find right now, and I swear it's because of that video. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Anytime. It's like when Ocean Spray cranberry juice sold out. Yeah. Because Dogface, like, made a TikTok drinking cranberry juice, and everybody's like, oh, damn, I should buy some cranberry juice. It's the same thing. So now all the two-way people, I think, are just housing yeah. Twisted Tees in their gun safes. Because <laughs> you can't buy ammunition right now. That's a bitch. Yeah. Uh... But, dude, my favorite thing about that video is all the memes that have came from it, dude. Because they, I thought they would die off in, like, a day or two, but they just keep coming, and they are so fucking good, dude. We gotta repost that one that I sent you every week now. Yeah, no, for sure. Because <laughs> that one was so good. <laughs> I think I shared it immediately, dude, after oh. you sent it to me. Uh, another thing, too, we have to do, because he actually sent me a story, was we have to get your brother to come on the show oh dude he sent me one of his poop stories dude if i'm oh, showing his pants and i wanted to tell it when i had chris on and i decided to go with a question that was dm to us instead i'm just trying to think of which one it is uh i'll tell but you don't ruin it yeah no, don't do ruin you want to wait till he comes on to tell it or yeah. do you want okay cool because uh, it 
reading it, dude, I was like, I need to get Joey on the show immediately because <laughs> it was so fucking funny, dude. Oh shit! Because he sent two, and the other one he didn't get into as much detail, but it was it the the second one, dude, was so good, so good. And it's probably from like last year. Uh, I think one was from when he was a kid, and the other one was when he was like fourteen. Yeah, but I bet Joey has a ton. He's he's a he's a convicted and well known pants shitter. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. So those dude, twisted team memes. That guy. I don't know if you've seen anything, but like after like he went viral for getting knocked the fuck out, he had posted something on his Facebook, and somebody found it and turned it into a meme. And he's like pretty much wants to fight the guy that beat his ass with the can. Because he's oh saying he could beat him in a fight. Yeah, dude, when you get publicly humili- humiliated like that on the internet, you just got to disappear for a while. Yeah. Let things die down. That's the nice thing about social media and how fast things move in our society now, is if you get clowned on the internet and you get screwed over, you just disappear for, like, give it two weeks. Yeah. Disappear for two weeks and you'll come back and everyone's going to forget. Well, it's like it's like Tice, dude, when Tice went viral for breaking the glass in his mouth, like... He handled it way better than I think I would have. Oh, dude, Tyson ate to. that shit up. He loved it. He didn't care that people were calling him a dumbass. Yeah, dude, he was, he, dude. <laughs> but that's the way you handle like shitty things in your life. Look at yourself and be like, yeah, you know what? I was an idiot. Yeah, things happened, but at least it was funny. No, for sure, dude. And that's what I was like, damn, Tyson. Like, you haven't like gotten off of like social media at all. And he's like, nope. He's like, I keep sharing it every time I see it. Yeah. And I was like, no, dude, just add on to it, I guess. Like, and that's what I love about Tyson, dude. He just. This kid knows how to roll with the punches. Oh yeah, because he doesn't he doesn't stop doing anything for anybody. Tyce is such like a, a well rounded individual where he's just constantly flowing with whatever like way, you know, life wants to take him, and that's, that's how you gotta I, be, dude. Yeah, that's why I love Tyce, dude. He's we need to get Tyce on the air too, dude. We need to get we need to get Joey and Tyce soon, or you know, I'm gonna probably get upset. <laughs> the problem is I don't know when Joey's ever home because he never hits yeah, me up, yeah. and then Tyce he's only here for. I swear to God, a blink of an eye, and then he's back in Boise. Dude, I know it, man. Those Boise kids. Fuck them. Yeah. Do you have any uh, New Year's resolutions you want to talk about? Because I, I kind of wanted to talk about, you know, how I want to change this year, since it is the first episode of the year, you know? Usually, I'm not big on New Year's resolution. My New Year's resolution is always, I'll create a New Year's resolution for next year. Oh, okay. And then it just, it repeats. It's like a, you know, it's a running thing. Oh, yeah, I like that, though. But this year... This year I need to get my shit together, man. I gotta buy my house, start doing things better. Yeah. Be smarter, drink less. That's what I'm trying to do right now, actually. As I'm drinking a cocktail at one on a Monday. Hey, no, it's fine, dude. We're we're just sitting. Starting up the new year, right? (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean that's kind of why I didn't go out on New Year's is uh, like the Saturday or something after Christmas went out and got really drunk, dude, and I just felt like shit the next day, and I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna I'm gonna cut back for a little bit, so. I decided until the end of March because that's when our city league for basketball is over yeah. with. So we'll see how the next, you know, couple weeks go. And if March comes around and I still don't feel like drinking, maybe I'll stay. But I do want to, I do want to do a couple things drunk with you. So maybe I'll make mm-hmm. them like special occasion things where it's like once every two weeks or something. Because <laughs> special occasion, it's been fourteen days. <laughs> yeah, or you know, like <laughs> golf. Like if we go golfing, I'll, I'll definitely got to drink when I golf, dude. Yeah. Or I'm just gonna be upset the entire yeah. time because I'm fucking terrible but besides that like i just want to keep pushing forward with the podcast we're in 21 states now and i would like to get to all 50 i also gotta you know come meditating that was something i promised jason i would do (laughs) it's 
it's a lot harder than I thought, dude. Um, and just go to the gym more. I, I'm not going to talk about how much I weigh right now, but I definitely want to lose like 25 It's to less pounds. than me. Don't worry. I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm 260 right now. Uh, so, see? Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. It's not a whole it's lot less, less than, than you, but... It's less. It's less. <laughs> you want to go to the gym together? Because <sighs> oh. <laughs> I went running uh. last week, a couple days, and... My ankles are fucking killing me right now, dude. So, I'll push you if you. Come I feel with like me. I have a very well. I I know I have a very addictive personality. So if I decide I'm going to the gym, that then becomes my entire life. So like two years ago when I lost like forty forty five pounds, uh-huh. dude, I was in the gym almost twice a day every day. No, that's fire though, dude. There's nothing wrong with that. Because just... that just becomes my entire life. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, do I want to commit that? Yes, absolutely, dude. I will go to the gym twice a day with you. Bro, I don't want to go to the gym twice a day with me. Why not? <laughs> Dude, come on. We'll, th- we'll talk about it later. All right, all right. But yeah, going to the gym more is definitely something I want to I want to do. I really slacked off last year, and I am I mean, I used COVID as an excuse, but I, don't, I feel it's like easy. if I keep doing that, dude, I'm just going to not change my life or, at all, and I need to be healthier for not just myself, but for my family, because mom's always hounding me, right. saying that, like, I'm the only person that's here for Annalie afterwards, yeah. so, yeah. Well, you know, my, uh, my brain just broke. I forgot what the hell I was going to say. <laughs> oh, COVID was, you know, as shitty as COVID was, it was, uh, really great for pieces of shit like me who could just use it as an excuse for everything. Yeah. See, and that's how I feel too. Like I said, um, I bought like brand new running shoes, like right before the lockdown, lockdown happened, mm-hmm. went on a run like twice. I was like, nope. See, that's Don't the great thing. That. Like, that's what's even better is like the lockdown had nothing to do with you being able to run down the street. Yeah. Oh no, I know because it was like perfect time, dude. The weather was nice, not like too oh, hot God. to where I was dying, but it was it was bad. Like I literally just was like, oh, you could have gone anywhere, not been around anybody, and just run by yourself. Yep. No risk of COVID. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Yep. And but I, you're just like, oh man, there's a pandemic. I can't exercise. Yeah, like I said, I went on two runs and I got back, and I remember like I was like. Okay, well, those are going to be really nice walking around shoes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, get, oh, I'm, I promise by my birthday, it's going to be completely different. Like, I just, I think if I just keep going in the direction I'm going and not, like, fall back to my negative... When's your birthday? May 2nd. Okay. Did you know that? Or I did know you? that. Okay, okay. But okay. I wanted the listeners to know um, that way we can hold you accountable. Yeah. I think by your you birthday... You five months, bro. I think by your birthday, I'll be fine. Yeah? Yeah. But by my birthday, you'll be drinking again. I mean, not on the regular, hopefully. <laughs> God damn it, Mike. Don't put me down like this right now. <laughs> yeah. I, that's why I like New Year's is because, you know, you try to set goals for yourself and you either accomplish them or you don't. Uh, you know, something that I think we both tried was to get off of nicotine and I think, you know, struggling a little bit, but it's not as bad Stuff. as it was. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. I tell you right now, I walk into work, and if I'm uh, 20 minutes in, I'm like, all right, and now I need a vape or a chew, and I'm going to be fucking really mad here in a minute, <laughs> and I don't like that. I really, I need to relax a lot more, I think, yeah. is the other thing, too. I want to take time to, like, do stuff that I don't do, like read books or, you know. Dude, I'm just like a crackhead without it. I just grind my teeth, and I'm like, yo, I'm mm-hmm. going to break my shit if I don't I want to do, do something. Oh, dude, something else I was going to ask you. Can you teach me how to play guitar? Yeah, dude. I want to. Yeah. I want to learn how to play guitar like really Fuck bad. Yeah. Do you have one? No, I gave it's mine okay. to Annalie for Christmas a couple I got a years bunch. ago. Okay, bet. So, yeah. 
that, yeah. that's about it though for my new year's resolutions i like yours though you'll come up with it next year i'm a next year i'm gonna ask you well again. well this year is to buy a house yeah so how's that coming along dude it's so goddamn hard right now dude interest rates are phenomenal but prices of houses are insane so like you can't get a crack house for under 200 grand right now that's insane i mean i'm nowhere close to buying a house but i feel like you've been like looking at properties for like the last five six months yeah since yeah. summer at least because i know that you wanted to be in somewhere before winter came around and yeah then just... like i have no winter clothes at my house because they're all in storage because i thought i was going to be in a house by then that's crazy are you still thinking about just maybe here in town or are you maybe outsourcing oh i've i've been looking everywhere oh, ideally really? it'd be in town but who knows yeah so oh shit dude we'll, we'll find it's we'll rough. find you something it's dude. rough and anything I come across, I'm just going to send you from send now on. Send it to me. Yeah, because... I, I, I think even my realtor gave up on me. She's like, this kid doesn't even want to do anything. I'm like, yeah, I'm discouraged as hell about it. Yeah, it's hard. Like, People aren't really doing a whole lot right now. You know, Nobody wants to go anywhere or sell their, sell their house. So. But you know what? What's up? Guess what? What? Dude. Oh, it sounds so nice in the earphones, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Mike, you're tempting me like a motherfucker right now, dude. It's not fair. I'm sorry, bro. It's okay. I, I hold my own with my water right here. That's all mine is. It's just water with bubbles. Yeah, and, you know, a little bit of alcohol, maybe. Well, Who knows? That's just to kill the COVID. So, thing that sucks, dude, is we don't have a guest, so we can't get that 10-dick question out there. But I do have something else for you. And mm-hmm. then, um, actually, I should have a couple things. And then we did get a DM question again, so we'll go Let's into go. that. But... I was sitting there looking at this list of just different questions that I thought would be good and something that I came across and because I, you know, you and I, I feel like are pretty good friends. I just don't feel like we know each other on a deeper level as, you know, I would with a lot of my other friends. So I saw this question. I was like, this is going to be perfect for Mike. Okay. But what is the hardest decision you've ever had to make in your life? Mm -hmm. And how did it, you know, how do you think it changed your life? That's a good one. I think there's two. I think the first one was to stop pursuing music mm-hmm. professionally. Um, and I think the second one was to not continue my education. Okay. Because music was my dream. Yeah. Right? Got offered a record contract. It was a pretty shitty contract, so I turned it down. Mm-hmm. That was a really hard decision. Um, and then after that, I just kind of stopped playing music yeah um you know started working more got really into that didn't have time for it and and that was kind of the end of that the other was to not continue my education so in college i accidentally got into doing speech and debate Mm -hmm. and uh ended up becoming really good at it yeah Um, never did it in high school or anything like that did it in college became my team captain after a semester and then um, we won third at Nationals with the smallest team at Nationals. That's crazy. And then the next year we won fourth, and I had a full-ride scholarship to go to the number one speech and debate school in the country, mm-hmm. which most people think it's going to be like a law school or Harvard or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's actually Boise State in Idaho. Oh, really? Uh, at least when I was in. I, you know, it's been six years, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, got offered a full ride scholarship to go there. Long story short, I was working three jobs and going to school full time, plus doing debate, plus doing 
my exit seminar and my internship. Yeah. So I was literally on go from like four in the morning till midnight mm-hmm. and then had from midnight to four in the morning to do all my homework, sleep and get ready for the next day. Dude, how did you do all of that? I didn't well. <laughs> um, my GPA <laughs> slipped and I missed my full ride scholarship by a tenth of a GPA point. Wow. Um, I had a caffeine overdose and almost had to go to the emergency room. Um, it was rough. <laughs> it sounds so rough, dude. That was in part as to why I didn't continue my education in school because mm-hmm. I really enjoyed doing speech and debate and I was really good at it. Yeah. And uh, really considered pursuing law school, things like that. Um, but uh, didn't want to, I, as much as I enjoyed it, I also disliked it because yeah. I hated being fully ingrained in the political bullshit every day mm-hmm. and decided that was like the big deciding factor of me not A, going back to school and B, not pursuing that as a career. Yeah. Um, I also didn't want to get into a whole bunch of college debt, so I just started working full-time mm-hmm. and said, with one job. <laughs> no, I, I stayed with two for a while, um, but uh, just decided, you know what, I'm going to start ahead of the curve yeah. and just bust my ass until I find a good job, um, and I did, and I did. So I was successful in that route, um, which is why I don't necessarily regret it, mm-hmm. um, but it was a difficult choice to make. No, I get that. Mine's kind of like the same answer, so... Uh, I had a cheerleading scholarship uh, for a school named uh, Kansas Wesleyan. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but uh, they saw me when we went to basketball nationals. And like the story itself is kind of crazy because it was technically my first year cheering because I cheered in high school for CSI because I was like part time. So I was able to like be a part of the team. So I met Lena and like a lot of my friends I still hold to this day. But so my first year. We're at basketball nationals and we're getting ready to go on the bus to leave because I think CSI had just lost. It was like the last game that we were there for. And the coach for that team came and was talking to our coaches and she said she wanted to talk to like all of the kids that weren't going to be coming back. And so all the sophomores kind of got off the bus to talk to them and I would, you know, stayed on. And then they came like, oh, they want to talk to you too. So I went out, talked to them. We talked like all the time after that one day, like she really wanted me to go. I wanted to go. I wanted to get out of Idaho. Time came around, my GPA wasn't good enough. I can't remember by, like, how much. But, like, I could have went, it just would have been really bad, like, debt-wise. So I decided to stay back for a semester, get my grades up, and then go. Well, in that time that I did that, Annalie got sick. So it was getting there to the time where it was like, all right, well, I'm getting ready to leave. And it was either go off and try to, like, continue to go into school, or it was stay back, try to help mom with Annalie a little bit because I, I wasn't working when I was going to school at all like I just I didn't feel like I could handle that stress and <clears throat> I ended up being right because I tried to go to school and work two jobs at the same time couldn't do it so it's so hard yeah no it's insanely hard so I kind of sat back and was like all right well I'm gonna work for the rest of the semester try to help mom a little bit more and then then I'll go back to school and then maybe try to get that scholarship back and it's not how it worked out I just continue to work and <clears throat> But that was like easily the hardest decision I think I've ever made. But it was, I think it was for the best because I'm very like, you know, I'm super close to my sister and my mom. Yeah. And I think if I would have been gone, not knowing how things were going, I would have been back within the first month of school probably, yeah. which would have been, I think, even worse if I would have made that decision, you know? It's hard, man. It's tough to make those choices for sure. Yeah. And it's tough to work and go to school. Yeah. 
but I mean, at the same time, you know, like I got to be here and Annalie's way better now, you know, it was just scary at the moment and she's healthy. So Good. I'm glad that I stayed. I don't like regret it really at no. all, but and that's the biggest thing is like, some people are like, Oh my God, don't you regret that decision of like not doing this or that? And it's like, no, absolutely not. Like, yeah. Cause I got to like, not only just be there to make sure she was safe. Cause I don't know, you know, how mom would have taken it if something would have went wrong, but you know, I've gotten to watch her grow up. That's not counting, you know, the couple years I spent in Boise, which that's another one that I think if I would have waited just a little bit longer before making that decision, mm -hmm. I think I would have been better off, but you know. But it taught you a lot. And that's yeah. Important. Oh, dude, that's I learned. Important. Yeah, I learned a lot. I got to hang out with my best friend even more than I thought I would since he was my roommate. And it was fun. You know, I don't regret moving up there. I just regret not ever really coming home to spend time with everybody yeah. like once i got up there and i started working like my life was just work and hang out so well, it's like a lot of people you know when when i tell them that story of like the music especially like i just had this conversation with one of my friend's dads a couple nights ago and he was like when you have a talent like that you like you can't waste it like what did you do and i'm like well that's the thing i didn't waste it mm -hmm. just because i'm not on the cover of you know rolling stone and on billboards 100 like I got to live out my dream. Yeah. My dream was to play music professionally and be on stage and record. Like, that's what I did. Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't regret at all the fact that I'm not doing it anymore mm -hmm. because that shit's hard. Yeah. And that shit takes a toll on you. But what I did is I took those things that I learned from that mm -hmm. aspect. I took my networking abilities and I took my, that, that grind that you have to have and I just put it into a job now that I'm happy in mm -hmm. and it ha and have been successful. Yeah. So it's like, I don't regret the decision to not continue or to not keep pursuing that. Mm -hmm. It's not a regret. Like, yeah. no, I got to live out my biggest dream. Oh, it yeah, just dude. wasn't as long as I thought it would be. And that's perfectly okay. Yeah. And I mean, like you said, dude, like you're using everything that you learned from that for your life now, which is awesome. Cause you know, people usually don't do that. They either follow it and drop it or they, you right. know. Well, and like, I'm, I'm one of those, I'm one of those people who's really big on you can control what happens in your life. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but the music industry is one of those things where you can't necessarily control how people respond to it. Yeah. Right. So you can work your ass off to make music and it can be the best music in the world. But if people don't listen to it, it does nothing. Mm -hmm. Right. But the fact that people still listen to the music that I put out. Yeah. The fact that people did at one point listen to that music and I got to travel and I got to play on shows and I got to record an album and I got to meet certain people in life that I never thought I would meet. Yeah. That is, that's living the dream. That's the goal. Dude, I want to introduce you to my uncle Mike so bad just because like, you know, he's, he's living his dream. Like he's a producer in Boise and Hell yeah. his like, his dream has been the same as for as long as I can remember, but it changes all the time. Yeah. Cause it was like, it wasn't you have like, to grow. Yeah. Oh, if yeah. you still have the dr same dream your entire life, you haven't achieved it. Mm -hmm. And that's, yeah, I, I agree with that too. Like he, like what he's doing right now with his studio is definitely not the direction I thought he was going to ever go in, but it's, dude, I, I love watching this guy do what he does. Like, oh, yeah. and he's just, you know, he's an inspiration to a lot of people, like the people that come in and record with him and work with him. Like he's just trying to change their life for the better. And that's, that's I awesome. feel like if you're not doing if you're not doing something in that direction, your dream doesn't really have meaning. Like if it's just for yourself, like there's nothing wrong with that. But like, if you're trying to like change who you are on top of helping other people, like I think your dream is just going to never, you're never going to get it because it's just going to keep growing. Well, and it's so funny, dude. I know so many people from like that era in my life. They're like, 
constantly checking on me like are you okay mm-hmm. like are you happy like do you enjoy do you really enjoy selling hot tubs and i'm like yeah i do mm-hmm. and they just they don't believe it right they think that like i'm miserable and depressed from it and i'm like no i got to live out my dream number one and number two like selling hot tubs to most people doesn't sound cool at all yeah but as someone who has you know, skin conditions, and someone who has arthritis, and someone who has all these issues with my body, mm-hmm. hot water is an incredible solution for those things. So I get to help other people who are in my situation. And that, to me, I get to go to work every day and help change somebody's life. Yeah. You can't ask for anything better, dude. No, you I really I, can't. I agree with that, dude. I think, yeah, like, if you were to ask me before knowing you and knowing, like, how much goes into your job, I would be like, uh, you know, it seems like a a good job and i don't know if it's something i could ever do but like that's that's how it's perceived like oh cool like you sell like it's like people have this opinion of like car salesmen mm-hmm. right they're like they're shady and whatever and like they don't have like good jobs but then you talk to someone you're like oh i sell hot tubs they instantly just like that opinion is that much lower they're like wow you can't even sell cars like you sell hot tubs and it's like No, I choose to do this. Like, I enjoy my job Mm -hmm. 110%. Like, my job is to be around hot tubs, pool tables, foosball tables, air hockey. Like, my my whole job is a game. Like, it's fun. Like, it's... I'm around games and enjoyment, the things people love out of life in their own homes every single day. Yeah. How can you not love that? Dude, and that's awesome. Like, yeah, I... I love my job too, dude. Like I said, it's just stressful, but right. the, it's the people that I work with that make my job amazing, dude. Like, that's all it is. Like, mm-hmm. I could be having the worst day ever and then just walk up front and instantly do my days change just because, like, you get to see people that, you know, I, you work with people, like, how I'm trying to figure out how to explain it. For me, it's different because I work with, you know, pretty much all of my family. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I get to be around people that I love, but the people that I've gotten to know through my job, it, I look at them like they're family too. Like some of my closest friends and seeing them every day is amazing. Like, it's just like, you know, it might be a shitty day, but I get to walk into work knowing that I'm not going through by myself. I'm doing it with people that I love, which is awesome. I, it's, I couldn't ask for anything better. Dude. And it's so funny. Like I'll tell family members the same thing I just told you Mm -hmm. and they'll come up to me like right after and just put their hand on my shoulder and be like, but are you really okay? Are you really happy? And I'm like, yes, Jesus. Like, just because my job isn't what you think I should be doing, yeah, doesn't mean I don't enjoy it. Yeah, no, totally. I get that. <laughs> I get that. I yeah, trust me, dude. I get that. Mom wants me to get a new job so bad, and I'm, I'm good. You know, like, I'm I because enjoy our jobs my life. Don't define us as who we are as a yeah. person. They're yeah. what we do to pay our bills. Exactly. And as long as you can pay your bills and you don't hate going into work every day, life's not that bad. Yeah. Honestly, it's it's one of those things where it's like if you didn't need to work to pay, you know, pay for everything. Like, I think my grandma asked me this. She's like, if you didn't have to have a job, like, what would you be doing? And I was like, probably more or less the same thing because it's I spend time with the people that I love, you know, regardless if it's at a job or if it's at home or doing the podcast. Like, I'm I'm literally I feel like I'm always surrounded by people that I care about and I would be doing that if I wasn't working, you know, so I'm cool with it. Mm-hmm. Like. And there might be days where I want to come home and just fucking drink till I pass out, but I don't. At my job, I love there are days I have that. <laughs> <laughs> it's but just, that's just the reality of life. Dude. Yeah, it's it's nice. It's just it's just being surrounded by people that I care about is the I best part. I think even The Rock has bad days where he comes home and just wants to drink a bottle of Terramana, dude. Yeah. 
Uh, so going off of that though, I guess I should have asked this one first, but, uh, what's something that happened in your childhood that shaped you into who you are today? Cause I feel like I kind of have an idea of this just off of what I know, but I'm kind of curious about this as well. Mm. I mean, there's, there's a handful, you know, I think that's the case for everybody. Um, one lesson that taught me not to be stupid and not to put my nose into things mm -hmm. was I was living in Florida and I was really young at this time. Like when you first start developing memories, I was probably five. Mm -hmm. We were fishing off the Daytona pier. My dad was shark fishing and I would catch like little white fish, like little bait fish and hand them over to him and he's using the bait. Mm -hmm. And I dropped, I think I had just gotten like this toy from like McDonald's or something. Right? It was just a little stupid toy. Yeah. And I was playing with it and dropped it and it rolled off the pier. And I was like super upset. So I stuck my head through the two, like two wooden planks on the pier. Uh huh. And it got stuck. <laughs> <laughs> Deadass had to call the fire department to come <laughs> cut me out of the pier. Because wow. my head was stuck. And I think that shaped, uh, yeah, like I said, not to be too involved over stupid little shit yeah <laughs> so growing up in when we were growing up in vegas dude like i can think of a ton of stuff but there there are two things that i remember like well enough which is crazy because of how young i was but like we were super young and we were hanging out at my aunt's apartment and you know it was like me and my cousins and i pulled the fire alarm oh shit at the apartments so like cops firemen show up you know and like I was freaking out because I was the one who did it, got snitched on immediately. <laughs> and, you know, my mom's sitting there with me and a police officer and a fireman. And, like, we were, they were, you know, they weren't mad at me because I was a kid, but they, they were telling me, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, don't do that because right. look at, like, all of the attention that you brought. So I learned, you know, don't fuck with fire, fire alarms unless there's a fire. But I remember after they left, my mom's like, you're really lucky they didn't arrest you. And f growing up, God, pretty much until I was, like, maybe... In fifth grade, I thought, like, if you pulled a fire alarm and there wasn't a fire, you are getting arrested. And well, I, I mean, it is it is true. Is it? Oh, yeah. damn. Okay, well, now... But it's, it's not true when you're a child. Like, Yeah. Oh, see, and that's... I was like, oh, my God, I'm so glad I didn't go to jail. Like, in school, they'll kick you out of school. But, like, as an adult, yeah, you can get arrested for mm -hmm. that. So, the other thing, too, uh, there was, like, a really bad flood in Vegas. I can't remember how old I was, but my mom and I were driving to go... Uh, I can't, we were going somewhere and she, she didn't feel comfortable, but like we had to go, you know? And I think it's just because of where we lived. Like if we didn't leave, we were going to be stuck there for a couple of days and I don't think we were prepared for it. Uh, so we ended up getting stuck though because of the flood. So we're like in our car and there was this guy jumping from car to car, like trying to help people out. And he ended up helping my mom and I like get to where like, you know, we weren't stuck in the water anymore, which was crazy. But like, Thinking about that guy who, like, risked... Because, like, I feel like that was a, a really big risk he took, you know, getting out of his own vehicle to, like, mm -hmm. help people get to safety. I was just like, yo, like, that guy's my hero. And, like, thinking about that, like, all the time, like, I was just, like... I'm at that point where, like, if I can, like, try to help somebody that's in danger, like, I definitely will. And, like, just because, like, I saw some random guy off the street just show so much courage. And I thought that was fucking super badass. Uh, yeah. It was, it was crazy, dude. Because, like... You know, you grow up and you think, like, superheroes are, like, can fly and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Dude, this guy was literally, like, jumping in between, like, cars and stuff. And I remember I remember it so vividly when he jumped on our car. His foot slipped because of the rain. Oh, and he hit his head, dude. 
my mom was like my mom was freaking out because she thought like he got knocked out because like he like his body like like he like rolled off the hood of the car and uh he like got up out of the water and like just like walked to the back of our car and he was like yelling at my mom because the car died because of all the water uh but he was like telling my mom like to like turn her will because we were like right there like luckily enough by like a gas station he like pushed us by himself yeah dude was insane damn yeah it was crazy it was insane other thing again i was like super young my mom was like doing a car wash and no no no, never mind i'm not gonna tell that story i learned not to walk around the edge of a trampoline when there's a net because sometimes you fall off and you fucking really hurt yourself so i'd gotten out to get a ball and my cousin Zach was still jumping on the trampoline, dude. And, like, he jumped towards me, and I lost my balance. And, like, I'm sh- not even kidding you, dude. Like, my body got folded like a lawn chair over, like, a stack of bricks. <laughs> and I still have the scar on my back from where I hit first. Oh, shit. Because, like, it cut me open good, dude. Damn. Yeah. So, have, have I ever told you my lizard genocide story? No. Dude, I can't believe I haven't told you <laughs> the lizard genocide story. So, I was living in Florida. Again, super young. Mm-hmm. And picture living in Central Florida. Everyone's like, oh, like, Central Florida is not as bad as the coast because, like, the coast is more humid because you're right by the water. Mm-hmm. Florida's shaped like a penis. It's not very wide. It is shaped really weird. So if you live in Central Florida, you get the humidity from both coasts. So it's super hot in Florida. Uh-huh. Right? Super humid. Sucks. So we were living with my grandpa, my mom's dad. And, uh... We, I had one of those little plastic pools that every kid has, you know, mm-hmm. the little blue one. And there were all these lizards that lived by us. And, like, my backyard where we lived, like, it was fenced in. Mm-hmm. But then on the other side of the fence, like, it was like a little chain link fence. You could see through it. Yeah. On the other side of the fence was a forest. So, like, there's nothing behind us. We live out in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. in this little area called Lady Lake. And there's all these little blue lizards, right? And in the Pokemon era, like... Blue is water. Yeah. And it's hot outside. So Mike is like, yo, these lizards, these poor things, they're so hot. They should cool off. <laughs> so I would catch like 10, 15, sometimes 20 of these lizards a day uh-huh. and throw them in my pool. But like, I was nice. I would like grab little ants and like crumple them up and throw them in the water so that the lizards had something to eat. Yeah. I don't know shit, dude. I was like four or five years old. Right. So I'd throw them all in the water with them. And my thought is these lizards are swimming around eating these little crumpled up ants yeah wasn't the case mm-hmm. so like i'd let them swim all day and then i'd come back out the next morning and all the lizards are dead <laughs> little mike doesn't think that the lizards are dead <laughs> he thinks rationally and says wow these poor things have been swimming all night long they're tired <laughs> so i'd grab these lizards and throw them out into the forest so that they could sleep and be safe and I'd go capture another 10 to 20 lizards and throw them in the pool again. So, like, for an entire summer, I did this until my parents found out what I was doing. Uh-huh. And that was the summer of the lizard genocide, of me just killing hundreds of lizards <laughs> in one summer, just trying to help them to cool off because I thought they were too hot and needed to swim. Couldn't figure out that they were running away from me, and that's why I had to capture them. And the first time one of their tails fell off, I cried because I didn't understand that. Yeah. And then my mom was like, no, like, if you pull a lizard's tail off, like, they grow them back. It's how they get away from predators. And I'm like, oh, well, why do they think I'm a predator? I just want them to swim. And my mom's like, you want them to what? I'm like, well, it's hot outside. The lizards need to swim. My parents are like, oh, no, lizards don't swim. 
Yo, dude, it took me. I I was probably like 16, 17 years old, and I was telling that story to someone mm-hmm. before I still hadn't realized that the lizards were all dead. <laughs> and then it just clicked in my brain because we were like talking about lizards in school or something, and I told that story. And whatever teacher we had, it was like a biology class or something. He's just staring at me like wide eyes, like this motherfucker's a serial killer. Dude, I bet, dude. I was damn near an adult before I realized that I had accidentally killed like a hundred lizards in a summer. Dude, you know there were stories about you in the lizard community. There had to have been dude, lizards knew. Like Watch out for that giant baby. <laughs> it's killing all of us. That torturous motherfucker. Oh my gosh, dude, that is fucking insane. So we did get DM'd another question. It's actually from the same person. They gave us like a big list. So we're going to go with this one though. Uh, cougars, yay or nay? Yay. Yay. What's the uh, the oldest person you've ever been with? I think like early 30s. How old were you at the time? This last year. Oh, wow. Like 26. Okay. Yeah, see, uh, it's going to be a yay for me too. Just because I, you know, for the experience, like why not? Because the, they've, they've got to have a ton of experience on their side. So I think it would just be fun. Well, and I like just the older aspect of women because they don't pull all the fucking bullshit that younger women do. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm mainly I'm mainly doing that for the experience. <laughs> because not only is it a great story to tell, it's just like, hey, like, yeah. Miss Johnson down the street, dude. <laughs> she got it. You mean our our elementary school librarian? <laughs> yeah, no. She, she you want to you want to know why she's walking funny? This guy. <laughs> Damn, I thought it was just the arthritis and the three hip replacements. <laughs> no. So the other thing, dude, I guess we could talk about really quick before we wrap this up is you have a really really bad streak of going out to the bar and getting hit on by people you shouldn't be getting hit on. Yeah, dude, it's pretty messed up. Yeah, and I feel bad because you know. I, I think almost every single time it's happened, I've been out there with you, and I just don't shut it down because I obviously don't know what's going on. Yeah, listen, if you are a married woman and you're at the bars having a great time with your friends, that's cool. Do not come up and start chatting with me. Because you're going to fall in love. Well, not only that, but like you just shouldn't be talking to <laughs> other men in general. <laughs> and wear your goddamn rings, because that's horse shit. And yeah. that's really messed up, and it makes me feel bad, and I'm not the one who's who's doing something wrong yeah and in in my defense dude i if i don't see a ring i'm not going to shut that down for you so that's that's pretty much on them oh if i see a ring i'll walk away like i wouldn't want that shit happening to me yeah no exactly i get that but like i hate afterwards when i've been talking to you and your friend comes up and goes she's married and i'm like well that's her fucking fault i'm done yeah the first time that happened dude was insane the other three (laughs) (laughs) i was just like mike we gotta like not go out to the bar together for a little bit buddy because either See, there was the one downtown, there was the one in Jackpot, there was the second one in Jackpot. The one in Jackpot was crazy. The one in Jackpot, that whole whole Jackpot trip was insane. That was, it was crazy. (laughs) That was a mess, dude. Dude, I mean. That was a whole ass mess. We were just out there having a good time, dude. How how were we supposed to know? Like you said, no rings anywhere. No. They wait until like two hours into you talking. It's not like I go up and pursue them. I'm just chilling, having a good time with my buddies. Yeah, dude. It's, it's, I can see why they come up and talk to you. I honestly see it. Why they don't wear their rings? I don't get that. <laughs> it's messed up, dude. You know what? Yeah, I have a theory. I have a theory that they, they lock eyes on you and they're just like, and they take it off and put it in their purse. You're full of shit. And then they're like, hey, Stephanie, just don't, don't, 
don't try to stop what's going on. Do you remember right how fast we dipped out though when that girl's husband showed up? Oh, yeah. And I was like, um, uh, I gotta go. <laughs> we hadn't done anything. No, yeah, we were dude, we were gone with the quickness. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> we were just like we well, saw what was talking happening. to me. She puts her arm around me. Yeah. And I was, was... like, oh, hey, what's up? How are you? And then all of a sudden, her husband just walks up like twenty minutes later and starts yelling at her, and I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> yep. Out. I think the first one still, dude, is the best one, cause she just refused to give up on you, dude. Oh my god, the one that yelled at me and called me an asshole because I left her. Yeah, yeah. That was like the third one. Yeah, that dude. was just I think the first one you experienced. No, dude, the one on Thanksgiving Eve is yeah. the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. yeah, dude, that was that was insane. It was ridiculous. Like she walked up to me, was talking to me, blah blah. We're having a good time, talking, getting to know each other, and then she went to the bathroom. And her cousin came up and was like, yo, just so you know, she's married. And I was like, hey, that's great information to know. Thank you. And then I just avoided this girl like the plague the rest of the night. And then she finally caught up to me and just started yelling and screaming at me. I was an asshole and I ditched her and we were having such a great connection. And then I just left her like, I'm an asshole. I'm a fuck boy. And I was like, well, you didn't tell me you were married. So I'm not the bad guy. Yeah. And she goes, well, we're separated. And I was like, that doesn't mean divorced. Yeah. No. You're <laughs> Be <not> gone. <laughs> you're not wrong. Uh, I think we're going to wrap this up though, dude. We're kind of, we're kind of dragging this on and you know, I'm okay with that, but it is the first episode of the year. So I don't want to, you know, put too much out there just yet. Happy new year. Yeah. Happy new year, everybody. If you're still here and you're gonna follow us into this new year just want to say thank you um it's only up from here y'all yeah we have a ton of guests planned it's just trying to figure out some scheduling stuff so you might just be stuck with me and mike for a little bit you know we might have somebody else on i'm not going to make any promises i know i did promise dan was going to be on for this episode but unfortunately with some scheduling stuff and you know uh he's just not feeling very very well right now so as soon as dan is back up on his feet and we can find a time to record i'm gonna have him on and probably put his episode out immediately so if you randomly yeah if you randomly see an episode go up on like a friday or a saturday just know dan and i recorded that night and i got it out there as soon as possible because i do want to have dan on again and it's just trying to figure out our schedules together you know not being in the same city is really really tough right now um so with that, just want to say thanks for listening, guys. If you're not following me, Mike, on Instagram yet, definitely should be. Mike is a beautiful son of a bitch. And I, you know, post stuff about my family. But if you're not following us on Instagram. At Mike underscore Linker. That's L-E-N-K-E-R. Yep. And at dhave 63 But don't forget to follow our Instagram page. What is the 63? Uh, that's my football number Hell in yeah. high school. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've always stuck with that. If it's not. 63 it's either 34 or 21 but all mine was 52 and i stick with that yeah i think all of those ones are gone dude i think 63 is the only one that's gonna stay uh but yeah and then on instagram twisted talk 2020 give us a follow if you guys have any questions or if you have any stories for us you want us to share on air go right ahead and send them our way but with that that's it guys so thanks for tuning in bye